What is up, guys? It is Malia Wilson here with another episode of the Buck Off Podcast. And today I have a special guest, Miss Kylie Pruitt, a.k.a. Bug. Um, Her and I are pretty good friends. We met at, let's just call it, my coming out party at college. We'll just call it that. Um, Kylie, you want to say a little bit about yourself? Introduce yourself? Um, well, um, like she said, my name is Kylie Pruitt. Um, I've grown up right here in New Mexico. I'm a third-year student at New Mexico State University, and I'm an ag business major, so. Nice. So what made you want to be an ag business major? Well, actually, I started in kinesiology, so. Okay. I, uh, didn't know what I wanted to do with my life, and I wanted to start as a teacher, and stuff like that, but um, I sure enough figured out that education wasn't for me and that <laughs> I did not belong there. So I had a conversation with some people in the animal science department and moved down there and then couldn't pass biology. <laughs> so yeah. I ended up in ag business and I've pretty much stayed there. I've switched a couple times, but always always go back, so... So what do you want to do with ag business? What's your what's That's your goal? A fantastic question, and if I could answer it, I would. <laughs> so did you, like, grow up with heavy ag influence? Were you around it a lot, or is it just kind of something that you developed in so college? The short answer is yes. Without <laughs> a doubt, I was, like, heavily involved in ag growing up. And um, I've grown up on a ranch, on a cattle ranch. Brangus cattle. Oh, yeah. And, uh... So I've been around it my whole life. I rodeoed when I was a little bitty. Um, my dad was a big bull rider. My grandpa's a stock contractor. It's definitely in my blood. Um, so short answer, yes. Yes, definitely. So if you as an ag major could give advice to anybody, what would be the most important piece of advice that you could give to somebody that wants to go into the industry? Um, do it, without a doubt. Do it? Don't. Don't sit around and say, well, I don't know anything about it, or I've never been involved. I can't just step into the light. Everybody will accept you for who you are um, and teach you the ways of the world that we know and that we live by every day. So do it 100%. Don't hold back and let it be what it is. So with that, like kind of stemming off that question, what what's something about the industry that's the most important thing for people to know before they come into it? Um, we care. People in the ag industry truly care about the well-being of humans around them, of animals, of yes, the history of the United States. We care. Um, I feel like that's something that's overlooked nowadays. For um, sure. We definitely get pushed aside and treated differently, but um, I promise you if you get involved, you will not regret it. For sure. We're definitely a family all around the board. Um so, what's it been like for you as a female in the ag industry? Has it, you know, hindered you in any way? Has it helped in any way? I can't say that it hasn't hindered me. I've had a lot of positions that, um, I say a lot, I've been involved in some big types of deals that I get, you get overlooked as a female. Right. Um, you get the go-do office work type of deal. Oh, yeah. It's not that you can't be involved as a female, and it's not like men don't say like it's not the early 2000s or and that's saying something in the ag industry right um 
but it has its challenges just like I think anything else does. I've been lucky enough to be pushed and to not be treated that way. I'm, I mean, I'm the youngest of three girls. Right. Like, that's all my dad had, and he ran a ranch. So I was raised like a boy. I worked like a boy. <laughs> right. I've been told that so many times. But the fact of the matter is, is you can do anything you set your mind to. You just have to be strong enough and hard-headed enough to put your head down and work through it. It's not going to be easy. And even in 2021, you're going to have people who say, you're a girl, you shouldn't do that. Oh, yeah. Have the audacity to say, F you almost. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> no, yeah. Feel free. <clears throat> yeah, no, I agree. I mean, what if you had one story to tell as a female in the ag industry, what would be the one story that you would tell that might, you know, influence somebody of our gender to be like, hey, you know what? Screw you. I can do it. It doesn't mean, you know, it doesn't matter that I'm a girl. That's a great question. Um, I'm going to also add in this that I'm a really young female involved in the ag industry. Right. Yeah, you um, are. As I, I did an internship with Five Rivers my, the summer after my freshman year of college, and that kind of pushed me into the cycle of, like, there really isn't that many females involved. Right. Um, being 19 years old, I was kind of, like, put aside. She can't do this. She won't do this. Right. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. I was put into a position where I had to run the shipping and receiving department for this feed yard. Right. Um, as a 19-year-old girl by myself. Right. And that was extremely heavy mind-blowing to me. It, it was heavy. Um, I'm working for a corporate America company. Right. Never been in that situation before, and I was had to do it. I had no choice. Right. I had... My mentor was having a baby, like, whatever. Um, what came out of that is I had to, one, swallow my pride a little bit and take it from my boss all the time. Right. Like, do better. I'm an intern making $13 an hour. How am I supposed to do that? <laughs> right. Um, so it took a lot, don't get me wrong, but the satisfaction of saying I did that was enough for me to go, this is great. Like, I'm doing it. Um, that's the biggest thing you can do. Right. Yeah. So with that internship, was it, did you develop like a sense of family in the internship or was it kind of just more like a job? Because we had mentioned family earlier and it's a big thing in the ag industry. It really is. I mean, once you get into it, you make family everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. So did you make family there or was it just kind of like a, a working position and that was it? It... <laughs> I'm trying to be as nice as I can. <laughs> it's okay. Say it how it is. That's no, how we both are. The, uh, I, I hate the word family because it's overused. Like, we're a family. And then you get there and it's like, yeah. I hate this. No, yeah. But it is kind I of a double say, standard. I, gave, I was given the opportunity to, that I would have never had before. Right. Had I not been here, had I not accepted that internship, I would have never gotten that experience. That's what I wanted to do originally with my animal science degree was start a feedlot of my own. And okay. that could still possibly be in the works, but through that inter internship, I learned that maybe that's not the path for me. Right. Um, it gave me some fantastic contacts. The, out the, like, the outreach that I got from that experience was phenomenal. I mean, I have friends. Um, I never would have moved out of the state of New Mexico and lived <laughs> in Texas by myself for three months without that. So 10 out of 10 would recommend doing something to that like that right um but don't push it let it come to you that that was what happened that kind of fell in my lap and I will forever be thankful for that so 
Did it fall on your lap, like, because of NMSU, or was it just kind of something that happened? I'm going to mention her name. Uh, Dr. Shauna Ivey is the department head of animal science. And, and let me just tell you guys right now, if you come to NMSU and you get into the ag business, whatever major you want to be in, the ACES College, she is the woman. That woman is amazing. So I'm sorry to cut no. you off, but continue on. I think that was 100%, like, worth it. Like, she... I can't speak, like, to the amazing person she is. Um, she gave me an opportunity to work under her in her office and do some research with her. Um, my freshman year, when I was lost and in the education college, and she saved my life is what we like to call it. <laughs> um, Five Rivers comes down and recruits every semester for interns and usually take two or three. It just so happened that year that I was the only one interested, but... Um, had I not been here, had I not known Dr. Ivy or been involved in the animal science program, that would have never, I didn't even know they existed. Right. Um, so that is 100% NMSU college bases, born and bred right there. Right. Um, I was recruited into that um, in December or January, and I went to work in June. And I worked through August, I came back. I have that experience on my belt, and when I graduate, I have the ability to make a phone call and go back to work for them. So. That's awesome. That is some cool stuff. But without a doubt, NMSU made that happen. Oh, yeah. Awesome college. So you mentioned that you had gone and lived in Texas for three months, and you had been in New Mexico, and that was it for most of your life. Um, was the transition from New Mexico to Texas rough, and is there a lot of difference in the agricultural industry here versus there? Where I was at? No. I was in a little town called Stratford. It's uh, tiny. It's got a church on every corner. Like, <laughs> unbelievably different, but the same. Right. Um, I grew up in a tiny eastern New Mexico town known as Capitan, for anybody <laughs> wondering, uh, that is known for one rodeo a year. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Um, and that's about it. <laughs> it's no, no stoplights, just stop signs. And I was raised, I mean, I grew up there. I like to say I grew up there, but I was raised on a ranch right. in Hondo. Two tiny towns, like not even on a map. So when I moved to Texas, I never, ever thought I would move at 19 years old and live on my own, truly on my own. I was seven hours away from my parents, who I have never left right. at all. Um, so I leave. I'm like, this is new, whatever. I drove 30 minutes across the Oklahoma border to go to work. Every day. Wow. <laughs> so, was it a big change? Yes, but it was a good change. Like, 100% made me... I mean, I came back a totally different person. My friends will tell you this. Um, it made me mature. It made me, I, I'm going to say, grow up as well. Because I did come back completely different. And that sounds so stupid being only three months up there. But, truly. Three months will do a lot for you. Oh, yeah. It'll I got. Do a lot for you. I was... I had to work on Sundays. And I've never been a big churchgoer anyways, and even my friends will tell you that. I'm going more now, so don't <laughs> ask me. But I worked on Sunday mornings. Well, it just so happened that I was at the grocery store Sunday evening, and two old ladies, like, caught me and were like, we didn't see you in church this morning. And I was all, ma'am, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, one, I'm not from here. Two, I had to work. And they were like, well, you need to start making some priority changes. And I was like, oh, my gosh. But... <laughs> Then we kind of realized I was on the outskirts of that Bible Belt type of deal. Right. So 
love Stratford to death. I would go back there in a heartbeat, but. Nice. Is there anything that, like, you'd like to add, just kind of building on anything we've talked about that that comes to your mind or that you think would be good for everybody that's listening to know? Um, well, I'm always one to share some knowledge, so if you're not in college or you're thinking about not going to college, ask yourself, why not? Like, right. why don't I want to go? Um, I didn't want to come here. Right. I, for, I wanted to go to the military. I wanted to just work on the ranch my whole life. And my parents told me, just go get your degree and go from there. I still don't know what I want to do with my degree, so don't, I mean, like... No, I think that's a valid thing for, I mean, most kids. I mean, a lot of kids go into college expecting to know what they want to do with their lives, and a lot of them get to sophomore or junior year, and they're like, I still don't know what I want to do. Yeah. I mean, and we both have majors, so that's, that's we're a step ahead of exactly. some kids around here. Exactly. Um, and don't set your heart on something when right. you first come down. Like I said, I started in kinesiology to sports med, to uh, secondary education, and now I'm in ag business. Like, the possibilities are truly endless. And it's not that you're coming here strictly for a degree and stuff like that. The stuff you learn in college, the social life, the connections, it makes so, it's, it's made my life so much better that I couldn't ever dream of not being here. Yeah. There's so much that I've learned as a person, like, as a student and as an adult that I would have never learned if I would have stayed at home on the ranch living with my parents or doing anything like that. So my advice to anybody is get out, move out of your hometown. Like <laughs> move if it's 30 minutes, if it's two hours, if it's seven hours, or if it's three days away from your home, get out. Um, I thought Crucis wasn't going to be far enough, and then I got here. And now I get those days where I want to go home, and I just get in the car and I go. So I'm just far enough to be close. Like, I'm close enough to be far, I think. I don't right. know how to say that. Whatever. I know. Yeah, I totally understand you. When I moved to Texas, I was like, I was so scared. Don't give me, don't let my face fool you. I was so scared to, like, start a different life somewhere else. And I have a best friend that lives up there. Um, I've got connections that I could pass through and say, hey, I need a place to stay. Get out of your hometown. Go figure <laughs> out who you are. You can come back. Yeah. Just get out for a little bit. Yeah. And that's, I think, my biggest advice is to go to college, not for the education, but for the education, but not. <laughs> and go figure out who you are. That's a good piece of advice. Yeah. All right. Amen. Well, I think that that is all we have for this episode of the Buck Off podcast. Kylie, I'd like to say a big thank you for coming and talking to everybody and sharing your knowledge and advice and your stories. Um, Yeah, thank you guys for listening, and I'll see you guys on the next episode. that is all for this episode of the buck off podcast thank you so much for tuning in i am signing out